0: Welcome to Footy on the Med, a roving podcast exploring football clubs and culture here on the Mediterranean. My name's Alex Wade and I live in Monton, France, just like my co-host, and here he is. Hello and welcome. I'm John O'Hare, like Alex, a Monton resident. Together we watch football here on the Med, bringing you the action from famous clubs like Marseille, Barcelona, Ajax, Athens and Sampdoria. Names to conjure with. And there are others too, like Hamadonna, Piers, the goalkeeper, and neither last nor least, Steve, the Atletico-Medico. That's right. Putty on the Med airs every fortnight on a Wednesday, come rain or shine. And don't forget our regular sidekick, Young Trappett. Allee. Andiamo. So, Footy on the Med, here we are in uh, the W12 restaurant in West London, in Loftus Road, the home of Queen's Park Rangers, and I'm here with uh, my good friend Richard, Richard Agar, a fan of the uh, Footy on the Med pod, and Richard, who did we just see on the way in here?
1: Well, I'm I'm genuinely starstruck, Marty Fiofuentes just walked right past us, and I had a conversation with him. Uh, I said good luck, and he said thank you very much, very politely. Uh, I really like the cut of his gear, je- I think we're going to have a good day today. Uh,
0: well done for him, the presence of mind saying that, because I was right next to you, I looked at him and thought, bloody hell, that's our new manager. But I just froze. I chided you, being a fluent Spanish speaker, for not saying good luck in Spanish, but at least you said good luck to him. Well done, Richard.
1: Well, well actually, the issue was that he's from uh, a town near Barcelona, and I wasn't sure whether to go for Bonasort, which is uh, good luck in Catalan, or Catenga Suerte in Spanish. Uh, and that was going through my mind. I thought I'd go for the English, uh, and he uh, responded in English is he's a uh, very fluent English speaker, I
0: Well, you're showing off that, Richard. That's enough for you. Here we are, Richard, back at Loftus Road. And what were you saying just now? You were describing what it means to you to be here at this uh, this stadium.
1: Well. People that have things that sort of kind of hold their life together, I mean I'm not a religious person, I don't go to church on a Sunday, but I do jog past Loftus Road on a Sunday and it does give me a sense of enormous well-being, it really does, and it's wonderful to be back here again. I'll tell you what, I totally agree, I mean I haven't been here for
0: um, as long as they've been losing, which is um, a long time.
1: Well, yeah, I mean I say I really enjoy being here, sometimes when the football starts it becomes a little bit more challenging, Well, let's see today.
0: Yeah, I'm feeling confident. I'm not want to miss it. But anyway, let's enjoy this uh, pre-match music for a minute or two more. John, uh, we miss you. Here we are, 30 on the med in Shepherd's Bush uh, with the Mediterranean angle, of course, because we're playing Bristol City from which um, the sea leads to the Mediterranean, doesn't it?
1: Well, every game is Mediterranean when Mike De Fuentes is your manager. Absolutely. Love it.
0: As the teams come out onto the pitch, GPR at home to Bristol City, um, a special edition of Footy on the Med today. Here I am um, in the South Africa Road stand, probably been renamed. It's been so long since I've been here, but it's great to be back on the team that I've supported since I was a kid, back in the era of Stan Bowles, Jerry Francis, Dave Thomas and co. What a side they were. The manager we've now got, just come in, Martin Sifuentes, is a, a man who plays football on the deck, on the ground, the Dave Sexton way. Let's see what happens. So here we are, Footy on the Meaders at Loftus Road today and we're going to do our famous SCORE acronym. Uh, luckily I'm with my mate Richard, the uh fluent Catalan speaker, <laughs> and uh he's He's going to talk us through the, uh, the SCORE acronym. So, Richard, um, just for our listeners who may not know where we are, what stadium are we in today?
1: Uh, well, uh, I don't actually know what it's called. It's just been sponsored. It always was called the Loftus Road, and then it was the Kian Prince Foundation Stadium, and it's just been sponsored by somebody beginning with M. I don't know.
0: OK, so here we go. <laughs> we don't actually know where we are. It's not a very promising start. But, uh, but anyway, so um, do we also know um, the capacity of where we're not?
1: Uh, it's just under eighteen thousand.
0: I think that's correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, the opposition are looking lively as they come into the box there, but luckily the keeper parries that. has gone back out to one of their players now. QPR should take possession, and we do.
1: Now, um, but talking of this,
0: this passage of
1: play, who are the opposition today, Richard? Uh, the opposition of Bristol City uh, in their usual red and white kit. Uh, uh, Bristol City uh, they're not the gas are the gas or Bristol Rovers I think Bristol City's nickname in Bristol is rather ruder not for this podcast
0: Okay, you'll have to tell me that later but um, and so the uh, the fourth letter of the word score is um, result what
1: what do we think the score's going to be today the result given Rangers recent history you can't see Rangers winning uh, before Christmas but uh, who knows 2-1
0: I'm going with 2-1 as well actually Okay, and E, the final letter of score, is exciting player. Now, I think we both will agree on this. Who is the most exciting player for us to watch today?
1: Uh, I think it's going to be Chris Willock. Chris Willock was absolutely wonderful under McBeal and seems to have lost his way. Hamstring injuries, but also playing in the wrong style. Let's see. This bike can play.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Chris Willock. There we go. Signing out now. That's the score. Acronym done. On with the football. here we are just past the halfway point of the first half, I've just had um, someone sitting next to me, a lady, confirm that she did see a footballer fouled just then. Will she comment on this? We'll find out later. So Richard, here we are, it's uh, 0-0, just past the halfway point of the first half, Uh, some nice football by Rangers. Um, Haven't necessarily tested the goal all that much yet though, have we?
1: No, no, it's encouraging, but we don't look like we're going to score this side of Christmas, I would say.
0: No. Um,
1: I still live in Hope, though. I believe we're in the
0: Theatre of Dreams here, the uh, stadium whose name we don't know, but I think I'm still optimistic. Anyway, listen, um, obviously John O'Hare, the usual footy and the med pod partner with me, he's over there in France right now, Um, and he, at this stage, would usually uh, give us a a view on the prevailing footwear colour. Have you managed to um, establish which is the dominant colour out there on the players' boots?
1: Uh, Well, yes, I mean, I I would say with the footwear generally, it's a bit like the footwear. It is a bit of a mess. But... Uh, overall there seems to be a fashion now for a combination of colors so you go generally white with a flash of green or generally white with a flash of blue or generally blue with a flash of white so it's a bit of a mix but generally in keeping with the club colours. so blue and white I'd say was probably the most prevalent
0: well you see Richard you know John don't take this personally but that level of extra analysis i mean, I think we've been missing that John's got a little bit kind of like used to his role you know, and he just says, you know, pink or blue or lime green or whatever. But the, the fact that you've drilled down into the minutiae and noticed that there are a myriad of colours on a given boot, I mean, this is extraordinary. Well done, you.
1: Well, oh, that's very kind. Sorry, John. I, I think it does reflect the, the, the mess that, that's going on at the moment at the club, though. that Nobody knows quite what boots to wear.
0: So, as the season evolves, as ventures gets it together and we become a good club again, will we see single colour footwear?
1: Well, I think, I think you might see that. I think you might see a sort of a clarity and a purpose in footwear. And a, a sense of direction, a sense of we know what we're doing. But let's see.
0: Well, at this level of analysis, let's just say, this is. I feel honoured actually, because no one expected that today. <laughs> so, uh, Ricardo, um, your, uh, your friend Marty, I understand you, you know him quite well. Um, what would you. What would you um, I mean, he's probably talked to you about this. What do you think he'll be saying to the players at half time? Because we're not too far off for going into the break, possibly at 0 0. What do you think he'll be saying?
1: Uh, 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 I don't don't really know how Marty's going to approach this I think he's going to have to be encouraging They've done really quite well The shape's been nice Uh, And I think they've been slightly the better team Um, But I think he's probably got to encourage them to maybe have a shot Do
0: you know what? I mean, I don't know Marty as well as you (laughs) But if I were him I might say, lads You're not going to score if you don't have a shot So yeah, I'm with you on that
1: I would say that, I would say Yeah
0: Okay, well, um, let us know later because he'll probably message you, won't he? Yeah, yeah. To to get some tips. No, no, he, he just
1: did. He said, he said, not ni put it there. What did he say? He said they haven't got a clue. French QPR in the uh, last couple of minutes of the first
0: half. Uh, Richard, um, another thing we do regularly on Footy Med, as you'll know as a regular listener and former contributor, is the Bon Motson. As we go into uh, half time, do you have a, a Bon Motson for our, our listeners?
1: Uh, do you know what? I think it's a bit early for that, isn't it? Uh, it depends how All right, okay. No, it just depends how it, depends how it goes. I mean, if you want a Bristol one, then it's, you know, uh, uh, Come on, my lover, or something like that. But actually, so, I think... C- come on, my lover? Yeah, well, no, I actually think that, that, that at the end of this, it could be a Spanish bon mot, but I want it to be bien hecho, and that means well done. Bien hecho. Yeah, I, I, I want this to be a Spanish one at the end of the day, but let's see where we go. All right, fair enough. So here we are, Footy on the mid listeners,
0: here in uh, Loftus Road, Shepherd's Bush. Um, I'm here with uh, lifelong QPR fan, Sam, <laughs> and uh, his uh, lifelong QPR fan friend, Esme. So, uh, Sam, to you first, mate. Are you enjoying being back here at your favourite stadium?
2: <laughs> My favourite stadium. Yeah, I, I love it. Do you know what? Do you know, you don't you don't get stadiums like this anymore, really, where you can hear, you can see the players, hear the crowd. <laughs> It's really rare, like, compared to some of the modern stadiums anyway, so I'm loving that side of it. Obviously, would love a goal. Yeah. Uh, that would really be good. <laughs> I think the game does lack a goal.
0: In fact, QPR generally lack goals. Um, Esme, yes. uh, another lifelong QPR fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um How are you finding today's outing?
2: It is... It's been really good. It's been very exciting. I mean, it could be more exciting, again, if there was a goal, preferably by QPR. But yeah, it's been really
0: fun. Okay, either of you want to call the final score, Esme?
2: 1 0 QPR. 1 0 QPR, say this, mate.
0: Sam, lifelong fan.
2: Yeah. I'll say 2 0 QPR. 2 0 QPR, there you go, we heard
0: it there. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Esme. A oh, controversial moment then, Richard. I mean, the Bristol player pushed over the QPR player. It wasn't one of those Ticaneo and the referee type pushes where the ref goes staggering back and then deliberately on purpose accidentally falls over. It was a proper push and yet it's just a yellow card. What's your take on that?
1: It, it was definitely a firm push. Uh, but I said at the time, I thought every two yellows, it wasn't bad. I think Sam Field was trying to draw him into it. But, you know, I don't think it was fair. I would I would have been upset if that might been our pair and they'd been sent off.
0: True, but then, as I think we would both agree, you've seen him give him.
1: Oh, oh absolutely, and I, and I desperately want QPR to win, so I think that the referee is somebody that yeah, isn't unmentionable.
0: Yeah, I think we don't like him, do we? No. So here we are at Loftus Road, uh, the Theatre of Dreams. Um, ten minutes or so to go, although, of course, post all international football contests lately, that ten minutes means actually 15, or possibly even 20. Um... But anyway, uh, we have an important moment that's just happened in the game. The uh, John, I could have done that moment. Richard, uh, talk us through
2: it.
1: Uh, the ball uh, came into the uh, the Rangers box and was knocked out to the edge of the D. And the Bristol City midfield player came in and hit a left foot volley, uh, volley of the kind of quality that I am capable of. Although I don't think I could have kicked it quite as far into the crowd, but it was off the outside of the boot. It was sliced. Uh, it was. It was he, his, his balance was wrong. Everything about it was wrong. And. Not even the Bristol City fans could see that one going in.
0: No, not at all. And actually, it's reminded me of something pretty painful for me, actually, on a personal level, which is um, that that terrible uh, shot, the uh, the thing that John could have done, took place at roughly the part of the pitch where... Um, QPR living dangerously there. And uh, Bristol City have a corner. Quickly finish the story. Yeah, that John could have done that moment was roughly where Trevis Sinclair hit an amazing overhead kick. Um, one of the greatest goals in world football. Um, let's just cast our minds back, Richard, because one of us was there for that game.
1: Yeah, I, I think you had a ticket, Alex, and decided it probably wasn't worth going. I went with my dad. Uh, we really enjoyed it. We were in line with the greatest goal that cupco have ever scored. Uh, and it really was something special. I always drop that. That's a foul on the goalie. Uh, yeah, I mean, the beauty of that overhead kick was the, the, the delivery was from 30 metres away. It was flat, as you like, into the top corner. I've never seen anything like it. I probably never will.
0: Yeah, and uh, it still pains me to this day. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the fact that that morning, when you rang me up and said, Alex, you're coming? And I said, nah, you know what? I'm not going to come this today. I'm going to put some time into the family, be- do the good thing. And I miss, not just as I say, keep your arse great, a goal, but a really standout goal in world football. Now, for a bonus point, not that there are any points involved in this, can either of us remember... Who crossed the ball for Sinclair that day?
1: Oh, I don't know. I, I think, didn't Andy Impey get sent off for punching someone in the face? So I don't think it was Impey. Uh, I can't remember where it would have come from on that side. I'd I've got a feeling it was David Bardsley. It would have been where he was crossing from, but I don't think it was. I I'd, I'd love to go back and look at it. Uh, I don't know, I don't know. I don't th- I think it was post-Bardsley, and, and it should have been Impy, but he'd punched somebody, so not. I don't know.
0: It probably was post-Bardsley, you're absolutely right. So um, neither of us know. Uh, we're going to find out by, by the end of this uh, match and episode of Footy on the Red. So here we are at the end of the game, it ends. Uh, QPR nil, Crystal City nil. I'm here with um, Ian, a good friend of mine, and uh, Ian, you used to come to Loftus Road many times back in the day. How was this for you? Absolutely fantastic. The, um, the stadium has lost none of its atmosphere. The fans are absolutely passionate. Um, it's been a really great afternoon here. What can QPR do to uh, maintain this role of two draws in a row? I think that um, QPR showing really great initiative on both the wings in parts of the midfield. Unfortunately, in order, to then turn one point into three they need someone in the box to convert the many opportunities that they are now creating totally agree gonna come again
1: absolutely what a lovely lovely afternoon a great stadium a lovely club which i think nearly all of londoners whatever their affiliations are to other clubs
0: are all very um all really support and love this club what you mean you're not a gpr fan I am not a QPR fan, but I repeat, they are a lovely club. Nice one. Thank you, Ian. Well, it ends, and here we are in the restaurant at uh, QPR, the W12 restaurant, one of the uh, best in at least this part of um, South Africa Road. And um, it ends, nil-nil. Uh, Richard, the, uh, we have this acronym, I'm sure as a regular listener of the podcast, the FOWS acronym. The F stands for... What's that stand for?
1: I don't know. What did you just told me? What's this? <laughs> I did, yeah. Ecstasy? We, no, we to do. C, isn't it? No. Um, F
0: stands for score. Final score was 0-0. Well done, well done, regular podcast listener Richard. Now, Sam, the second part of uh, Fouls, the O of Fouls, stands for either and I can't remember now. (laughs) It can't be the opposition because we did that earlier so I think I'm going to make it up and say it's the outstanding player of the game. So, in your view, who was today's outstanding player of the
2: game? Oh, the right back. Um, I thought it was... Kakai. I thought he was a really good player. I think he second half he got a little bit more tired, but I thought he was definitely my outstanding player of the game.
0: Okay, that's a fair shout. What about uh, Chrissy Willett, number seven? Willett,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, my Arsenal allegiance. I do like him, but he was a good player. I think it's either one of those two, definitely.
0: Yeah, either. Okay, okay. Thank you. I agree actually with that. Now um, Ricardo, our Catalan um, expert, um, he's busy. He's talking to someone. He's not doing his job properly. <laughs> I'm going to have to jump in here and say, excuse me lads, Uh, the man from Catalonia, Um, we're on to now L for location. Oh, location!
1: Oh, well, the location is Loftus Road, which is a wonderful place to watch football. Uh, we're in the W12, which is very lovely, executive suite where they give you some food beforehand. But I think it's very, very sad that they didn't go for paella and some lovely paella. Ah, hang on, hang on.
0: Well, I'm going to come back to you on that, Mr. Catalonia. Oh, sorry. Because do you know what? I realise I've done. What? We've missed out the um, U
1: for ultras. Yeah.
0: What do you reckon of the ultras down there? Uh, uh,
1: the ultras. <laughs> I mean, uh, the Bristol City fans were fabulous, they supported their team, they were wonderful, uh, they didn't look that hard to me uh, and Rangers, you know, don't really have auctions.
0: Okay fair enough. Uh, I'm coming back to you in a minute because I want to ask you some interesting, uh, you've got some thoughts about the marketing and the uh, the cuisine for today's, today's event. Uh, Sam, back to lifelong Sam, uh, lifelong fan Sam. Uh, <laughs> your new name, lifelong fan Sam. Right, so, um, now the location I've asked you both this what do you reckon to the location your first time over here at Loftus Road despite
2: being a lifelong fan Yeah, I I mean it must be great to be finally (laughs) here it's a dream really when I was a young kid dreaming of Loftus Road Um, yeah I really like it I think it's a proper stadium I, I guess love stadiums like this I like, give you the atmosphere and it was brilliant second half especially i L- love it love it. and hospitality has been amazing as well the food's fantastic the wine the beer everything so definitely great okay and you're going to come back i'm going to come back if i'm getting invited back yeah yeah i, I won't say no all right
0: not- nice one thank you sam and um, now the final uh, question is the final part of fouls is actually socials but we're going to get esme to do the socials but before we get onto that you, Richard, um, and this is probably no no accident really being so close to Marty Sifuentes as you are. You had an idea about how the club should have capitalised on his um, on one the song that the fans uh, sing, the fans sing for him, and two the fact that well he's here. What what should they have done?
1: Well, every, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's factually accurate to say that Marty Picointlis eats paella and drinks Estrella, and yet we're in the West 12 uh, executive suite, and we're drinking, I think, probably, this is not Catalan, this is not Priorat or Monsanto, I would know those... Uh, it's, and the food was a very classic English fare. Where was the paella today? Where, were the, where was the fresh seafood? Or well, we could have had the, the rabbit version, it would have been absolutely lovely. I think, I think they've missed out on that. I think they should celebrate the Spanish nature of our management team a bit more.
0: I agree, and do you think that if we have a good season after this terrible, terrible start, do you think perhaps there's a, there's a call to be made for a giant dish of paella on the pitch and all the fans come on and have a bit, have a bit of paella?
1: I, I think the, the bigger the bigger paella pan, the better.
0: I agree with you. Who doesn't like a very big, if not vast, pan of paella? Uh, uh, Richard, here we are, and now I believe that you've got a bon for us.
1: I, I have, because uh, I thought that since we, we were playing Bristol today, and I think probably a fair summary of the game was uh, our which of course is uh, is in pirate the. Uh, uh, the reason that everyone thinks of Bristol, uh, let's sorry, the pirates speak uh, in the way they do is because Blackbeard was from Bristol. And uh, I think that's really appropriate today. It really was a case of R.
0: Oh. Uh, well, well, my beauty, that's an interesting little concept, that, because as a Bon and I'm not sure, because it's <laughs> more like a letter <laughs> than, a, than a word.
1: No, it was, it, was, it was R, as in Bristol and pirates, not come on, you R's.
0: Uh, OK, sorry, I stand corrected. OK, all right, well, we'll take all the contributors to the bond lots and slot. Uh, thank you, Ricardo. So the uh, the day comes to an end here at Loftus Road, the crucible of modern football. And um, Esme, lifelong fan Esme, is going to wrap up the fouls acronym uh, with um, the letter S for socials.
2: Hello. Please follow us on Instagram at footy on the med to get more future updates of hopefully happier updates um, of future matches. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. Thank you, Esme. And it's... Um,
1: Abianto from me and from uh, the Catalan uh, guest today in Catalan. Well, it might be uh, adios or it might be adeu. We're not quite sure.
0: Well, that wraps up another episode of Footy on the Med. Another great outing here on the Mediterranean. We'll be back
2: soon.
1: Arrivederci.
2: Abianto.